Welcome to The World Awaits. Travel tales to inspire your wanderlust. I'm Kirsty Bedford, journalist, editor and travel writer. And I'm Belinda Jackson, author, travel journalist and columnist. And we're your weekly co-hosts. Welcome to our summer series, some of our best bits of the show from seasons one and two. Each week we ask our interviewees their most bizarre travel moment. And this week we have some rippers for you. From Brent Hill, CEO of Tourism of Fiji, who talks about a hilarious moment on a ferry, and Crooked Compass founder and CEO Lisa Bigotto, who has a live game park mishap, to nutritionist Cheryl Takiyama, who was shot at while in Honduras. And capping off this week's episode, stay tuned to the end to hear Kirsty and I share our own fashion travel faux pas born from hard experience on the cruise ship, on the ski slopes, on the Fijian beaches and the game reserves of the world. First up, Tourism at Fiji CEO Brent Hill tells us about one of his most bizarre travel moments on a ferry. I dare you not to laugh out loud at this one. What's the most bizarre situation that you've found yourself in during your travels? Great question. Well, I've got two quick ones. Um, The first one is I remember being on a ferry one time where we were doing an ocean crossing. It was really, really rough. Rain coming in sideways and uh, the entertainment was a comedian um, on, on board this ferry. And so we're rocking side to side. Everyone's looking pretty great. And the comedian's mid stride and you know, doing all these jokes. And then he stopped and just said, I've got to throw up and literally walked over to a bucket. He's still, he's still connected to his microphone, throws up. And of course, the whole place just has this like flow on effect of people just going racing upstairs. Oh, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Um, so that's going to stick with me forever. And, and last year I was, uh, I was traveling through Italy and my, many, many people I lost we lost our bags, um, you know, through the airport airline sort of mess that was happening. So I spent four days traveling around Italy in a pair of yellow bathers. So <laughs> that that was a lot of fun. But um, look, these things happen, right? You know, it's, you live and learn from China. I love it. Fantastic. That's That's a brilliant way to end. Thank you so much for your time, Brent. Crooked Compass founder Lisa Bogotto reveals an unexpected experience on a live game park as well as other travel tour mishaps. What's the most bizarre situation you've found yourself in during your travels? Oh, there's so many. Some of them pro- probably aren't appropriate for the show. Some of them are a little bit dodgy. Um, a few of them are quite funny now. <laughs> they weren't at the time. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of things from travel fails. I had this, I took a group to um, South Korea and, and Kenya and I injured myself very badly on the first night on my arm and ended up being quite ill for the next few days throughout this trip and missed out on some of the most incredible things that my group got to see, like a cheetah landing on the roof of one of the safari vehicles while I was back, you know, um, hugging the uh, in the bathroom, <laughs> looking after myself, missed out on that. They went off looking at cherry blossoms in South Korea. I still wasn't well and was bound to the bathroom. And it was just one of those trips where everything went wrong, even on the last day when, you know, we were in the Masai Mara driving to our private airstrip. We broke the axle on our truck and we had to walk through a live game field to get to the airstrip. This was all on the one trip and it was like it was an odd combination anyway of South Korea and Kenya, but 
um, yeah, for, the group had a wonderful time, but for me, it was just like every single thing went wrong and could go wrong. Um, and that that's, yeah, I mean, not that's not necessarily a strange situation, but just one of those travel fail um, type experiences. They make the great travel story afterwards. You're listening to The World Awaits. Subscribe through our website at theworldawaits.au. Nutritionist Cheryl Takiyama tells us what happened when her and her friends upset the locals in Honduras by drinking the local bar dry. What's the most bizarre thing that's happened to you during your travels? Well, I, I had to laugh when I saw that. I, I think actually the most bizarre thing, which when I think back is actually quite horrifying, was being shot at on the streets of Copan in Honduras when I was 16 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, when I was younger, I, I grew up in a small town. I had never even been on a plane before. But I decided I was going to be an exchange student and I was going to go somewhere extreme, like somewhere where I didn't know anything about, where they didn't speak English, and I decided on Honduras. So I ended up going to live there for a year. And it was an amazing experience. It really was. But there was a group of us um, exchange students and we were on a, a trip. Now, we were only 16, may I add. And as we know, the Aussies and Kiwis, we're quite prone to... Um, partying and perhaps being a little bit, I don't know, naughty. And so we, there was a group of us Aussies and Kiwis and we snuck out at nighttime because this was a, you know, a proper trip and we went drinking. So we went on this AFS trip and then we snuck out and went to the bar. And anyway, as Aussies and Kiwis are also prone to do, we, we drank the whole bar out of tequila. And um, (laughs) needless to say, we, we were quite, quite inebriated at this point, and there were some locals there who were not happy that we had drunk it all, and they literally chased us out, and we had to run, and then they started shooting at us, and the, the crazy thing is, we weren't even that worried. Like, we thought it was quite funny. Like, I guess the joy of being 16 and 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 under the influence of rather a lot of tequila, because we... we we thought it was funny. I mean, go figure. And we just we just thought it was a great joke and sort of ran back to our hotel. Luckily, they didn't, you know, pursue us too far and just you know, had a bit of a laugh about it. And I look back now and I think, oh, my goodness, like, seriously, how out of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's but gosh, so I have, Yeah, I have to say, like, compared to this um, life now, you know, as we get older, we've got the responsibilities, the mortgage, the kids. I look back and I think, I'm kind of glad for those experiences because they certainly are a far cry from how life is now. <laughs> oh, it's been so great chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time today. And to round off this episode in the summer series, we've added a few of our own crimes against travel fashion while on the road. Take a listen and maybe take notes. And on to our tip this week, we're talking fashion in travel. And I have to say that most of this advice comes from our own fashion faux pas. So we're going to take a very personal, um, not research-based uh, <laughs> approach to this one, sharing our decades of travel experience with you so you don't have to repeat our mistakes. Yes, we're talking top-line advice here, like what do you pack for a cruise? I, I even had, I know, I had no idea when I went on my first cruise. And it can be really daunting, like how formal do you go? Do you wear resort wear or jeans? 
And then what about excursions? So when I went on my cruise, the advice was pack it all. So some restaurants do require you to dress as you would on sort of a bit of a formal night out. So you need a nice shirt or a nice dress. Um, and then during the day, it can be very casual. So people are obviously in bathers by the pool, pending the weather, um, not when I was crossing the Bass Straits. And you also need to consider what you'll need for excursion. So uh, I made a mistake here and we walked around uh, Dove Lake um, at Cradle Mountain and I did not have a lightweight great top jumper to wear. So um, it was pretty cold, I have to say. Um, and also, don't forget your runners, because obviously, um, or walking boots, because if you're going to be going on excursions, you you know, the last thing you want to do is be going out in heels. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some of those, um, you, there's always those special occasion nights too where they have pyjama parties or something like that. So if, if you tend not to wear pyjamas, you do have to, pl- you have to plan for that one. Um, yeah, because you can get caught out. I okay, so taking it <laughs> off the cruise Sorry, ship. the visuals, the visuals. <laughs> Sorry about that. I have a whole new meaning to the night. I'm I um, we're gonna go off cruise ships now and go onto the ski fields. And this uh this is my advice is do not buy white ski gear. <laughs> when you crash and burn, they'll never find you in the in the snow. And and I yes, I own a white ski jacket. I thought it looked really cute and it had little diamantias on it. Oh you bell. It was I mean it was awesome for the apres ski. But the first time I wore it, my ski bunny friend actually burst into laughter when she was like, That's it, we're never gonna find you again. <laughs> also another one when you're on wildlife safaris, don't wear a red mouth. <laughs> Because you're obviously trying to blend in and hide from the animals and you don't want to stick out. And even though, you know, red, I mean, you know, you're sort of attracting animals to come towards you. Oh, my God. I, okay, I've got to admit this one too. I took my red puffer to Chile and Patagonia when we were trying to stalk boomers. I tell you, they avoided us for three days. And on the fourth desperate day when I thought the story I was commissioned to write would never, ever happen, we saw six. Thanks, Pumas. It was incredible. But when my guide saw my red jacket on the first day, it was, I mean, it was my warmest jacket. We were in Patagonia. It was midwinter, but his eyes rolled so far back. I'm sure he saw his own brain. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, I've got to say, I was issued a vivid red jacket by the ship when I went to Antarctica years ago, presumably so that they could find you if you were left behind on the ice. So my hot tip for this one is pack more than an hour before your flight or you'll be like me. Um, I did actually go to Darwin last month without packing any underwear. <laughs> I have actually gone to Fiji and forgot babies. <laughs> and, and she told me you didn't even have thongs. No, no, I didn't have thongs. I wasn't going to admit to that as well. Um, but I did pack in a real hurry. I was on deadline. I literally did also leave packing until the night before. Um. And yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think uh, my fellow travellers would have been very happy if I went skinny dipping. So I didn't go swimming on that first excursion oh, until I could find somewhere where I could actually get some bathers. But <laughs> I, I actually also recently went on a heli flight on a mountain top and what I thought were pretty safe white sneakers, but I had no socks <laughs> on. And, um, and so I took some video and, um, you know, I mean, because when we hopped out, I didn't realise that our feet literally... We've just sunk completely in the snow because it was so soft. So maybe consider sort of appropriate for where if you're doing things like Halley flying to the top of the mountain in Queenstown. I think there's actually photographic evidence of this one on your Instagram reels, isn't there? 
Yeah. And if you want to check that out again, people, her Instagram is Kirsty, K-I-R-S-T-I-E, writes, W-R-I-T-S. So check it out. Oh, I've got tears. We hope you enjoyed our recap of some of the really great bizarre moments our guests have experienced on the road. We asked that question of all our interviewees, and if you'd like to hear more hilarious moments, just jump onto our website, theworldawaits.au, to find all our past episodes, or go to your favourite podcast app and cruise the back catalogue. And that's a wrap for The World Awaits this week. Click to subscribe anywhere you listen to your favourite pods. And where can people find you, Kirsty? I'm at Kirsty Writes on Instagram. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-E-W-R-I-T-E-S. And where can people find you, Belle? You can find me at globalsalsa.com or on Instagram at global underscore salsa. Thanks for joining us in the summer series of The World Awakes. See you next week.